0: Welcome to From Beyond, a podcast about consciousness, metaphysics, and a wide variety of provocative spiritual topics. Cindy Riggs is an internationally renowned universal channel, author, and spiritual consultant. Cindy has been practicing professionally since 1997, and she has a unique and fascinating perspective on spirituality.
1: Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back, Jeffrey.
0: Thank you. Pleasure to be here as always.
1: Well, I had another idea
0: for okay. today cool.
1: based on Hidden Language Codes by R. Neville-Johnston. Mm-hmm. It's just such a good book. Um, worry, I thought, is something, first of all, I was teaching a workshop recently, and we talked a lot about worries and fears, mm-hmm. et cetera. So I thought we could start by talking about worry. And what I like to create as some foundational material is what a lot of people don't realize, all th- of our thoughts are energy, and our thoughts take energy to even think them. Yes, and therefore we're fueling all of our thoughts with our body, Correct. with our body's energy. So when we're trying to figure things out and we don't have all the details, we're draining ourselves mm-hmm. big time. Mm-hmm. Carolyn Mace, in her Anatomy of the Spirit, I don't know if it's a book. I heard, I listened it to it as a, mm-hmm. is it. Oh, okay, I, I listened to it as an audio. Mm-hmm. Um, she says most people have used up all of their body's energy by lunchtime. <laughs> yeah, what? That's a great quote. So now when people come to me, the vast majority of my clients sit down. They say I'm exhausted.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now they're not saying I feel exhausted. They're saying I'm exhausted. They're <laughs> owning that, like it's like the I'm exhausted identity. Correct. And so. It doesn't take me very long to figure out how they're draining their, themselves. Sure. And so um, they're worrying about someone or something and you know, all their thought energy is going towards some kind of ongoing pattern of thought. So I thought we could talk about what things people worry about. Sure. Like, is there something you worry about or you are aware of other people worrying about? I mean, we obviously worry about the safety of a family member.
0: Sure. Some of those things I think are important, just from the standpoint of you're you're not you're not going to not do those things. I, I don't think that people are just going to magically evolve and worry is going to go away. Right. But at the same time, I believe just like you do, and it you know having guided teachers, students, staff for mm-hmm. a long time, mm-hmm. um, helping them to understand uh, again going back to our comments about what can you control, but also the idea of what's really important here. I mean, mm-hmm. do you have your priorities where you want them to be? Because also with our earlier conversations about attachment, like people are not not going to attach to things, but learning how to manage to work through and mm-hmm. find peace and grace in in letting go of those attachments, which... Like to me, worry is an attachment because you're attached to something. You're worried that you can't control the outcome of what's That's happening. Right. That kind of thing. That's right. Why um, do people do that? I mm-hmm. You know, a million plus reasons. Right.
1: Well, we've already talked about programming from you know our society. Mm-hmm. We've talked about programming. I think what we're talking about today is excessive worry, mm-hmm. like when it's draining you before lunchtime or Correct. before when it's like taking over your life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I've heard that. The most basic worry is that we're not good enough. Sure. And that's a worry about ourselves and how we interact with society. Um, How people are going to respond if we say this or do this. Worrying about it. And then, of course, loss of all kinds. Like you said, the attachment. Like we're attached to people. We're attached to belongings. We're attached to a job. Mm -hmm. There are people who lose their job and they don't know who they are. Right. And they can't function anymore.
0: Right. Um, one of the things I used to talk to my staff about is um, I am not a principal. That's the work I do. Mm-hmm. Because to me, as soon as I become a principal, I've lost Jeff as the I am statement. I've lost being a father, being a spouse, wow. being a friend. Like you are talking about earlier mm-hmm. the excessive worry piece. Um, worry is not going to go away. Like I understand that mm-hmm. piece because I, I do it myself.
1: Mm-hmm. So do I.
0: But at the same time, am I worrying about things that are outside of the scope of what I believe I should worry about? Mm-hmm. And I'm still even working on those things. like Because I do believe that if I use my energy to create things in my mind that I think might happen and I'm starting to worry about it, right. like, you can manifest those things. So I choose not to do that. So I'm not going to yep. worry about my kids having something awful happen to them because I'm not interested in manifesting that. But more so, exactly, I believe they are well prepared to handle certain things. And I'm going to have faith that that's going to happen, but I'm also going to have faith that they're gonna let me know if they need my support.
1: Right.
0: You know, right. so, so the, the teacher who would come yeah. in or the staff member who would come in and I could just feel the worry, the, the stress, those kind of things, just mm-hmm. sitting down and, and talking about what is, what's bugging you, mm-hmm. you know, and I would always tell my staff very simply, your family and your health, there's nothing here that we do that's more important than those things. Mm-hmm. So you need to, you know, well, I feel guilty taking a sick day. Well, if your kids are sick, like to me, that's a legitimate reason to mm-hmm. be worried and to not worry about school because we're going to handle those right, things.
1: Because that's not the priority. Right.
0: But that'll wear you out by lunchtime if you're sitting there worrying. Mm-hmm. Well, I wonder what the kids are doing in my classroom, and I wonder
1: what the substitute is doing, and I right. wonder what they're thinking that I took the day off. And
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to your point of, you know, what other people think, how they're going to react, respond. Mm-hmm. Um, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. If if it's going to cost you your job, okay, maybe we need to worry about those things. But right. at the same time, you know, how many people leave a job, and they're like man, that was actually the best thing that ever happened to me because I got this new opportunity or something like that. That's
1: right. That's right. And so when I ask my clients, how is it benefiting you uh to worry about this situation in which you don't have all the details, so your mind's making up stories about it, Uh what if, and, you know, possibilities, um, every single time they say, well, it's not helping. Right. So part of them knows it doesn't help, Mm. but they still keep doing it, and they say, I can't help it. Tricky, of course you can't.
0: But at the same time, you know you're talking to somebody who is caught in a in a small, little space, mm-hmm. and that feels very confining. Right. You don't that's know which right. way to turn. Um, I appreciate what you said because I do talk to my own two kids about when they say, "Well, I'm worried about." My response is, "What evidence do you have right. that that's, that's right. accurate?"
1: Mm-hmm. That's I, right.
0: I think my friend's mad at me. What evidence do you have? Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't text me back. Oh, you mean they? shouldn't have gone to the bathroom or maybe they took a call from their family or Or maybe their
1: phone died. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's like, (laughs) how did you, how did you arrive at this one thing right here? That's right. And I think it's, I think it's our purpose just as parents, friends, spouses, whatever role you're feeling for Mm -hmm. for that person to help them remember those things that like, there's more than one possibility here and only go off the evidence you have. Now, if you've got a text that says, you yeah. and you know that kind <laughs> yeah. of thing. Okay, I'm, that's evidence to yeah. me that they're mad at you. But if the mm-hmm. evidence is, hey, call me when you get a minute. You have no evidence that they're mad at you. That's right. You know, type you know, deal. No, there's
1: ghosting, yeah. which people do, and if you haven't heard from them for weeks, yeah. then perhaps you're being ghosted for some reason. Sure. And then you can worry about that, or you can just move on sure. from that. But yeah, that's what we're doing today: is mm-hmm. helping people to remember the power they have. Mm-hmm to choose differently. Right. Um, the mechanics of worry, I try to explain when I'm uh, doing a lecture or a workshop and I have these little finger puppets mm-hmm. where one of them is worried about the other one and it's literally broadcasting negative energy toward the person they're worrying about.
0: Right.
1: Like So when we worry about someone, for instance, we're actually contributing toward a bad situation or if we're worried they're never going to change they're never going to Mm -hmm. because we're helping to reinforce that manifestation
0: correct i mean like i was saying earlier just i mean directing that energy to me i'm I'm kind of sending that there i don't want to do that like that makes no no sense for me to worry about my kids going man i hope i hope they get an a on you know a on their project or i hope that this particular thing at work goes well like as soon as, to me, you start talking that way, the universe responds. So, yeah, so the universe would... says,
1: oh, you have doubt. Yeah. We're going to give you more doubt. Yeah,
0: that's what you're asking us for. Here you go. That's right. You know, type of deal.
1: Right. I mean, we might as well be throwing stones at that person.
0: Correct. I because agree.
1: we're potentially harming them. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, what we worry about usually doesn't happen, and I think that's why we think that worrying helps prevent it. Yeah. But it doesn't.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's – I, I do this – Tongue in cheek, and I need to know the person decently well enough to say this. But like, I'll I'll go the step further and say something like, "Don't give yourself that much credit." Right, and they're like, "What?" <laughs> I'm like, "You have power, but you don't have that much power. Like, don't give yourself that kind of credit. Are you <laughs> are you worrying right. about this is going to change that thing that's for them. Right. Like,
1: oh, that's good. Why don't you I use like your that.
0: energies, you know, in other places? it like, you know, type of deal.
1: That's a good one.
0: Well, it's a really good one. It it depends on the person, but like, I I do think. Sometimes when you, when you poke at that idea of how important are we really making ourselves by saying, well, I'm going to worry about this, you know, type mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. You, you can control that. Yeah. I don't give yourself so no. much credit. All we, right. All we
1: can control is our own choices of thought. Yeah. The only thing, yep. not other people, not other people's behavior, mm-hmm. not other people's choices. Mm-hmm.
0: And that's fun because to me, you still have a ton of power Yeah. because you can, you can manifest your own stuff because the universe will respond to you as right. well.
1: So do you want to throw out a bunch of darkness mm-hmm. or do you want to throw out a bunch of light? Sure.
0: And, you know, for us sitting here talking about it, like, and again, we're, we're not here judge anybody, so don't, don't take it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. But like, to me, it just doesn't make sense mm-hmm. if you have an opportunity to say, man, sunshine shining today. It's gonna to be a great day, mm-hmm. and you know what? I'm not gonna worry about whether there's traffic between me and work. It's gonna work itself out just fine. Right. That is a completely different statement than, man. Do I have everything?
1: Do yeah. I, man, I, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be
0: like, traffic's gonna be awful. What? <laughs> yeah. There
1: if you, you go. think that something's gonna go wrongly, or if you think something's gonna be awful, probably is.
0: Well. Because you're powerful enough if you want to manifest those powerful. things for that. Yeah. Whereas, you know, simple things of, hey, you know what? If I got it, I do. If I don't, I don't. It's going to work. It's I get there when I It's going to be what there. it is. Yeah. And that
1: leads me to divine order.
0: No, of course. My favorite
1: thing to talk about. Wow. And um, I actually had a client yesterday who wanted to call it cosmic order. And I thought that was kind of cool because divine might have had too much of a religious connotation oh, for that sure. person. I get that. And they liked the idea of cosmic order, that there is an order to everything. Sure. And while we can't prove that, um, believing it really changes things Yeah, and it frees you from a lot of stress. Mm-hmm. Um, this morning I was reading our daily stoic yes. book by Ryan holiday and on the February 3rd page, I love this. The source of your anxiety is wanting something outside of your control. <laughs> It's as if we all belong to a religious cult that believes that gods of fate will only give us what we want if we sacrifice our peace of mind. Mm -hmm. Wow! If we sacrifice our peace of mind. When you find yourself getting anxious, ask yourself, am I in control here or is my anxiety? Most important, is my anxiety doing me any good? All of my clients say, no, I know it doesn't help. So, they already know. Mm-hmm. They already know the truth. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, <laughs> it's fascin- just a matter
1: of getting out of that pattern.
0: Sure. Well, but that's to me the fascinating piece. Like, they're willing to say, yes, this is not helping me, and no, I don't have any control over that. But not recognizing that they actually have control mm-hmm. to back themselves out of that. Right. They apply what they just said, which I don't have control here, and not giving themselves control over that. Right. Like, I think that's fascinating. That is
1: fascinating.
0: Especially when you point it out <clears throat> to somebody and say, look, you really do have the power to do this. Mm-hmm. Now, I say this regularly with when we're working with people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, you have to look longitudinally at how long that programming's been in place.
1: Right. That's right.
0: Like, when, when, a, when a kid gets to school and has a certain way of doing things, like, you could be unwrapping 12 years of doing things that way. You're not going to do that in a second. Right. But the idea of giving grace and continuing to work on positive ways to do that. Like you have to be able to give yourself grace
1: that's right, and to
0: practice those things. And I just wonder sometimes when people are like, yes, I know it's not doing me any good. Well, what's the next thing here? What, what are you really thinking? What other
1: choice do you have? Because they don't think they have any other choice. This thing is happening Mm -hmm. and I can't control it, but, but I can worry about it. Sure. Like, (laughs) Or you could take a little bit of a risk, and rise up in frequency and start mm-hmm. believing something different about it.
0: Yep. Like interesting to me when when somebody'll say that you know my, my mom or my dad was a worry wart, so I must be one too. It's worrywart.
1: like worry wart. Yeah, they, I know. Yeah. I'm a worrier. I hear that a lot. I'm yeah. like, okay, stop right there. You are not a worrier. You are. An eternal soul that has no thought and no personality. So this "I'm a worrier" thing is all a persona you've created that you're attached to.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's safer than the unknown, is is, yeah. is what I what I believe at that point. I do
1: too. I think it's safer than the risk of believing something different.
0: Yes, because about go, <laughs> a situation. Yeah, because we go back to the worry part of what will people think of me if I all of a sudden I stop giving a darn about certain things? Right. What do you mean you don't care anymore? Yeah. (laughs) Right. It throws everybody else off. Yeah, it does. We worry about that. we
1: need to not care about that. Right. So it leads me to also guilt, the guilt concept. And I remember telling someone years ago who I worked with, she was like, I will feel guilty if I don't don't go to this thing tonight. Mm -hmm. And I said, I wonder why you would choose that because guilt is always a choice. And she stopped and thought about it. And the next day when I saw her, she said, when you said guilt was a choice, it changed everything for me. And she said, I realized I didn't have to feel that way. Mm-hmm. Now, not everybody gets it that quickly. <laughs> our Neville Johnston says guilt, fear, and worry are all the same thing. He says they are the only cause of illness, death, and loss of hair on our planet. I thought that was an interesting That's sentence. <laughs> loss of yeah, hair. Yeah,
0: love the sense of humor.
1: Yeah, guilt, fear, and and worry are... All the same thing. True. Everything is fear-based.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Guilt, what is guilt then? He says guilt is the past tense of fear.
0: Yep. You were afraid of something and now you feel guilty about it. Yeah. I was afraid of going to that event. Now I feel guilty about mm-hmm. it. Or I'm afraid of not going to that event. Like whatever the case may be. Right. You're afraid of it in the moment right. and then all of a sudden you're like, well, I feel guilty I didn't or I feel like I'm guilty I did. I didn't want to get the right, ice cream out of the like, freezer and eat the whole pint. Right. I feel guilty. Like, you know, I mean, you can apply that.
1: Yeah. But she was, was like setting herself up to feel guilt mm-hmm. based on whatever choice she was going to make that she hadn't made yet. Mm-hmm. It was this whole story her ego created about how you're going to feel if you don't go to the thing.
0: Yeah. Maybe if you oh. don't go, you're afraid of what somebody's going to think about That's you. That's right. That's for right. Not being there That's instead right. of saying, you know what? I'm not going to present well tonight because I don't feel well, or whatever the case I'm may gonna be. I'm not
1: going to worry about what other people think.
0: And I'm not going to feel guilty about going to that event, you know.
1: Right. Because it sounds like she was trying to accommodate everybody's feelings
0: mm-hmm.
1: and hers at the same time, and that was incongruent.
0: Or worse, not not even considering her feelings. Not own even feeling, considering you know? That's right. Yeah, That's Not possible. giving voice to her own.
1: That's possible. The guilt is always a choice. Blame. I think there's always blame. Um, involved with guilt. Mm -hmm. Don't you feel guilty not doing that? Or don't Mm -hmm. you feel guilty uh, that you didn't contribute or whatever? Mm -hmm. Well, that's usually someone else putting that on us or it's our own parents' voice in our head. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. (laughs) replaying, because it's important that we remember that our brains are just recording and replay devices.
0: Yep, There's a really interesting insurance commercial out right now um, the homeowners say yes we've got ants and of course everybody thinks these yes, little bugs, the little were bugs. Yeah. instead they have these ants and it's just talking about the guilt piece where the one ant comes in and goes man this is a really big house hope you can get it clean and then walks yeah, out and she,
1: she runs her finger over the shelf because <laughs> right. there's dust right. Yeah, and the other one's like going through the refrigerator expired expired um, <laughs> and they're just sitting
0: on the couch, like shoulders down, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I can't that, wait for you to go now. Type right of deal.
1: <laughs> now, not remembering divine order or cosmic order, I think, is really the issue because the author says, "Remember, we are not guilty, because we're not. We can't be guilty. Mm-hmm. That has to be a choice of emotion mm-hmm. or concept." Mm-hmm. Remember, we are not guilty. Then we don't act guilty. And we are therefore untouched because he says, the more you act guilty or feel guilty, the more susceptible you are to being manipulated. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Now this, this flirts with one of my favorite topics about religion. Oh yeah, it does. Absolutely. And and talking about original sin and the Uh guilt that comes from that. Yeah. And, and again, I'm not here to judge anybody, and I'm certainly not here to, to upset anyone because I'm 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 only observing something because I want people to generally be happy. They want them to be fulfilled. I want them yes. to feel a certain way, and whatever you believe religiously, I respect. But to me, this is the whole conversation of God is love, mm-hmm. and all source to me, whether it's God or it's Quetzalcoatl or it's mm-hmm. what whoever. Osiris. Yeah. Whatever, (laughs) whatever deity you, you worship. I just don't believe that you should ever feel guilty or feel fearful because messages that come from source are love based. Yeah. And so to me, I don't, I don't know how to marry those things up of, I should feel afraid or I should feel guilty or I should feel this or that. Mm -hmm. Um, and just because I've been able to listen to uh, Master Jesus speak mm-hmm. a lot of times through you, like I just mm-hmm. don't, I don't understand how to marry up the idea of uh,
1: like the sin yes. and the uh, shame. Yeah,
0: like right. I just don't. I don't bl- either. I don't believe God or Jesus or the source, whoever.
1: Yeah, any aspect of the source. Correct. <laughs> right.
0: Like it's going to send a message of fear. I think I fear either. is is what drives guilt and worry. And I just think that's programming. I believe that that is a concept Mm -hmm. that we've come up with as humans Mm -hmm. in this grand experiment just to see how we handle it. That's
1: right. We're in duality and therefore we think our gods are in duality too, but they're not. And I've had so many spirits that I've channeled say, there's nobody judging you Mm -hmm. outside of your own mind and the human experience. Correct. We don't decide what you deserve.
0: We'll respond to whatever it is you respond put out to <laughs> whatever you're thinking
1: about, and mm-hmm. that's why when we worry, things can sometimes get worse mm-hmm. yep. because the field is neutral, and it responds to whatever we're thinking about. Mm-hmm. So now, the author does say guilt can serve a higher purpose when something in your life has happened that has assisted you in becoming more compassionate.
0: Yeah, that's fascinating. <clears throat> I, I do think that's a uh, taking something Um, that's challenging or something that doesn't serve a purpose and making it useful. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's a good concept. Yeah. If you can
1: transcend the guilt, correct. Then you can become more compassionate and accepting, which is what compassionate is.
0: Yeah. Well, that's to me, it's as simple as um, the phrase E plus R equals O. Like guilt's Uh the event. How do you respond to it? Do you sit in it and wallow in it and continue to worry, continue to be fearful? Right. Or do you like, Oh, you know what, I can do something better than that and respond. And and now, one, you have likely repaired whatever it Mm -hmm. was that you feel guilty about, but you've also taught yourself and started to train yourself to respond differently. To
1: get a different outcome. Correct. So let's just... Break that down for people who may have not heard There's, that concept before. Yeah. E plus R equals O. Right. Event.
0: Yeah, E is the event.
1: Plus your response, response yep. or reaction uh-huh, uh-huh. equals the outcome.
0: Equals the outcome.
1: Right. And for
0: some of the young kids, it's a pretty simple formula because Very simple. If, if if your event's a one on a scale of one to ten, like yeah. you're, you're not jumping up and down for that, right? Right. You're like, oh, well, this is a one. Well, your response, if your response is a ten... Your outcome's an 11, and we're looking to scale of you know one to 20.
1: Okay, and, and your scale of one to 10 is like one being, being the
0: most challenging, and 10 being 10 this is being... awesome, dude, okay. Type got of it. deal, okay. So, if the event is a one, you're going to want to give a great response because you're looking to get that outcome as good as possible, right? But if you take a, a one event that's challenging and you mm-hmm. give it a one response. That's right. The outcome is a two. Well, you're sitting in a two. (laughs) Yeah. You're sitting in that and you're still not feeling real good. Mm -hmm. Now, a one and a ten are the extremes of what an event would be Mm -hmm. challenging. The response being, you know, gold standard. Mm -hmm. You're still kind of middle of the pack, but you're still above the tipping point. And to me, now you're downhill into understanding how to get a great outcome out of that.
1: This reminds me of like slipping on the ice and falling Mm -hmm. where people can see you. Mm-hmm. Like, I usually just get up and start laughing mm-hmm. because it's silly that that happened. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what you're talking about. You raise the frequency right. or the energy of it Perfect. instead of, oh, I'm so ashamed that these people saw me. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm such a victim to the eyes, you know. And I think people get hung up on the R part mm-hmm. because the event, they don't they wish it hadn't happened. They want to change that it happened right. at all. And we can't.
0: No, it's not in your control. No. That's, the only thing in that equation that's in your control is, is that the response. response. Yeah. Now, you have influence on the outcome because your response contributes to it. Mm-hmm. But the only thing, you don't have a control over the outcome. You can only influence, plant a seed or, or respond in a great way. The only thing, you've got your response.
1: That's right. And, and that's why I'm thinking now, what I remind myself of is divine order. Or cosmic order mm-hmm. I remind myself everything that happens is supposed to happen and it's for my benefit no matter what it looks like in the moment mm-hmm. there's some greater plan and I might not know what that plan is because our mind wants to know what it is sure but we have to let go of even that well, and trust that
0: sure and even in that moment where you have slipped on the ice and you have popped up laughing or you're laying down there laughing yeah right like even though it, it it might sting a little bit because something didn't feel real good hitting the ground, you laughing about it, you have no idea what impact that might have on somebody else. That somebody walking down the street. I was just thinking that, yeah. Who's having a crummy day? They're like, well, dude, at least I didn't do that. You know, type right, of thing. Or, or it right. laughs alongside or, and snaps out of it.
1: Or the people who are actually compassionate that think, oh, I hope she's okay. Mm-hmm then they won't worry about me because mm-hmm. they'll see that I'm laughing Correct. and then I can diffuse even that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. It's true.
0: Amazing stuff. You
1: Positive just... thoughts are always helpful.
0: Yeah. How about that?
1: <laughs> yeah. So can you think of any questions that we have for the spirit world about this? I mean, we seem to have it figured out.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Um, sure. Also easy to say and yeah, sometimes right. tough to practice. <clears throat> but, right. um, I know. I know. But that's <laughs> That, to me, is the fun part of this experience is just trying right. to figure stuff out because we are we are put here to learn, right? We're not put here to...
1: Of course. We're here to experience, mm-hmm. learn from those experiences, grow, evolve, mm-hmm. and truly find like joy and enlightenment.
0: Yeah. Got some good questions ready to go. Let's okay, see who good. shows up. Good.
1: I'm still waiting to see who wants to show up. You, (laughs) see, you called him in. It's the Master Jesus who wants to speak with us. (laughs) And um, so he's merging with me now. And this shouldn't take too long because we have merged for so many years, since 1999. (laughs) I am here to assist you. Thank you for inviting me into your space. I've been listening to your conversation. And I can say that I agree with most of your comments. So what questions might you have for me?
0: Well, I think our listeners, as well as us, and thank you for being here. I of course. Uh, appreciate being able to uh, reference um, some of your perspectives from earlier. To to have you show up is absolutely incredible. So thank you for that. So- It's who uh, I am. <laughs> Indeed, indeed.
1: And what I would like to emphasize about that is that when people know what they're truly passionate about, it becomes who they are. And then it's not too much to ask.
0: Mm. I appreciate that very much. So obviously we've been talking about worry and guilt. And, you know, to me, those things are fear-based messages. They are. We have spent quite a bit of time talking about working with people who have programmed themselves or just exist in that state, what would you ask people or tell people about learning how to move from that state of fear into a state of love so that worry and guilt are less than what they could be doing, which are a lot more...
1: You mean in ways that I haven't already?
0: Yes, well, there, there is that for sure.
1: <laughs> I have already spoken all that needs to be spoken, but that's okay. I'm here for you now. I would say, don't forget who you really are. Most do not know who they really are. They have forgotten they are a child of the God source. They have forgotten the power they have. They have forgotten the wisdom that is already built in, inside. If they would just remember that, then everything would fall into place so nicely. I would first encourage them to remember what they are and who they are. Not who as a personality or an identity, but who as a truth. And to remember that they hold truth within them. That is what they really are, is truth. The aspect of the God source. That I am, that you are, that she is, that all of your listeners are. Is that too tall of an order?
0: Well, from my perspective, um, it it took me a while to get there, but I'm glad I'm there. Um, And I'm not certainly perfect at it, but I enjoy continuing to work at it. Um, It is interesting to see folks who for lack of a better term have detached from that truth and spend so much time worrying and feeling guilty and not responding to things in a manner that that can help themselves first it's almost like we've forgotten how to take care of this gift we've been given in this life
1: indeed people forget how to take care of their bodies how to take care of their minds, how to control their emotions, because every emotion can be controlled, every single one, because every emotion comes from thought and every thought comes from choice. Mm -hmm. They forget that this is a temporary existence. Hmm. I'm looking to find words that might touch someone in a different way. But I cannot convince anyone of what they already believe. They have to be willing to take the risk to believe something completely, maybe crazy, as you say. (laughs) Something completely different. Mm -hmm. Because it is possible. Every belief is just a choice, too. And when they understand, or at least entertain the concept, that there is no judgment outside of the human experience, that ought to free them that ought to free their mind. But no one can free their mind for them. They must free it themselves. Mm. They must wake themselves up. They must be willing to take a risk of feeling better, being happier, feeling healthier, instead of getting caught up in the game. So many are caught up, like when you watch a film You get caught up in the story. You get caught up in the emotions of it and the intensity of it. And you feel those emotions and you feel that intensity of the adventure or the action or whatever it is. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And it changes you for a short time. Mm -hmm. But then you go back to your reality. Your life is the same way. Your life is that story. You call it the hero's journey and you're the hero. Mm -hmm. How is it all going to work out for you? How courageous are you? How strong are you? How willing are you to let go of what is not a priority, as you have already stated, and focus on what is a priority? First, you and the way you feel. The way you feel determines your physical health. Mm.
0: So I find it interesting that we want to be in a safe place. Safe? Yeah, that we want to feel good, that we want to feel free from, (laughs) like I I really truly think that is the, the state that we want to be in. That is true, And.
1: an excellent choice.
0: And yet we continue to allow something we can't control or a fear based mm-hmm. message to mm-hmm. yes. allow us to not step into that safe space like that. And of course, me sitting here talking about me wanting to control somebody else, getting into a safe space, I think is funny. But like wanting that for others, I think is a love based message and trying to find any way to come at that challenge to me is a worthwhile endeavor.
1: Oh, on behalf of others? Yes. You mean? Yes. So what is safe, though? Safe is just a concept. Yeah. You can choose to feel safe wherever you are. You can choose to feel safe in a war zone. Mm. You can choose to feel safe in an airplane lavatory. <laughs> you can choose to feel safe in nature. Mm. You can choose to feel safe in a dangerous part of town. Sure. Whatever you choose is true. Whatever you believe is true. People do not understand that the brain does not know the difference between real and imagined. And so whatever you imagine or believe is true. And therefore, you begin broadcasting energetically what you are believing. Mm. Because you think it's all inside, but it isn't. Right? It's actually being broadcast from your energy field, whether you are feeling like a victim. And then you will be victimized. Were you feeling unsafe? And then you will find yourself in an unsafe situation. It all goes back to your beliefs. It all starts with the dialogue in your mind, in your brain. And that dialogue, you're writing it from moment mm-hmm. to moment. You are writing that novel in every moment. Is this helpful, do you yes, think? Do you 100%. think people will understand these things?
0: Yes. And I. It's- this one and I speak regularly on having the knowledge and being able to make the choice are two different things.
1: Indeed, <laughs> like it
0: is, it is amazing because I, I truly believe that people do understand the concept, but being able to do it—simple in words, tough in action—that's and that's—and
1: it is as tough as you believe it is.
0: That is completely <clears throat> accurate. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm certainly not going to go to the top of a building and think I can fly. Knowing the laws of gravity. But this I do
1: not recommend. Yes,
0: but at the same time, I do believe that when uh, what is perceived as a problem presents itself at work, that it is not something that has to derail the good that we are attempting to do in that moment, that day, or over the course of Indeed. time. Indeed.
1: Whether it is happening outside of you or the dual part of yourself in your mind. Mm-hmm you are the one who either allows it to disrupt you or not. And the more you practice choosing, 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 every moment is choosing. But when the mind is in the past or the future, you cannot choose as easily as if you are in the present moment. So my technique for you would be, for everyone would be, stop, take a few deep breaths. Connect with your soul or your true self if you know how to do that. If you don't, pretend you do. Make it up. And ask that inner voice to guide you. Not the voice in your head. Mm. The voice in your heart or your gut. Your knowing. And then just practice it. Keep practicing it forever and ever. As long as you
0: live. Actions out of love, not fear. Got it.
1: Got it. Because love, love or truth... Which is inside you will always inspire you toward a new point of view a new action something that is easy or effortless and pleasant Hmm. your mind will not do that it will try to warn you of danger at every turn so act out of love what does that mean some people think that means worrying Uh. because if, if I'm worrying about this person, then that means I love them.
0: Mm.
1: That means I care about them. Mm. If, if I express my words to someone who is suffering, mm. then they know that I care about them. But true compassion is accepting and inspiring. Not feeling for, not heart going out to, not feeling bad on behalf of someone as though you could take it away from them by doing that. <laughs>
0: Again, don't give yourself that much credit, right?
1: (laughs) Yes. Yes. But give yourself all the credit of all the power that you truly possess to perceive anything in the way that you can choose from a higher and higher and higher perspective. If only you could see my perspective. But there is a reason that you can't. (laughs) Correct.
0: Correct. But you have been messaging for a long time. I have. And I know that there are Thousands of
1: years.
0: (laughs) Correct. And I know that there are many who have heard you and have been able to do the gifts that you have given.
1: They have. And And yet others, they hear my words and they think that they are not as worthy as I. They think they could not possibly have as much power as I had or have. Mm -hmm. Mm, You may not have as much power as I have from where I am now, Mm -hmm. but as a human, you automatically have more because humans have evolved since then.
0: Well, it certainly was not from a lack of action on your part that we have seen what is possible, so.
1: And that being said, I would like to state that when someone transitions or dies at a young age, have a look at what they accomplished. Mm -hmm. I was very pleased with what I had accomplished. It was exactly what I had intended to accomplish, planting seeds. Mm. So don't judge even a time frame of a life. Know that it is still divine. It too is divine.
0: Beautiful. Well,
1: Thank you for allowing me into your space and well, to assist you today.
0: Couldn't have been more humble for you to be here.
1: Thank you, Master Jesus. He's always so approachable, I think. Uh, so easy to communicate with and easy to channel. Yep. And I am honored. Yeah. Grateful that you were here with me today, Jeffrey, yes. as well. Me too. Hope that was inspirational
0: for was you for listeners.
1: And was. we will see you next time. Thank you, and thank yourself for taking the time to entertain some new spiritual concepts today. I hope it has been interesting and or helpful.
0: You can find Cindy's channel books on Amazon. Kindle versions also available.
1: And visit my website, cindyriggs.com.